with my groin. Oh. That's in there. (laughs) (laughs) Better than one's elbow? Some hot groin on groin action. Groinction. Did you watch Legion at all? No. Jesus. I know. Episode of four, season four of uh, Vikings just came onto Hulu. Okay. I'm looking forward to watching that. Mm. It's 20 episodes this season. That's a lot. The last one was 10. Oh, the wow. The one before was 10. What happened? The other one was 9. What happened? It's a fucking amazing show. Who is it by? History Channel. It is? Yeah. Oh. That's really strange. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just so successful that they're like, all right, we're going to get rid of the aliens guy. Yeah. Just bump him out a few time slots so we yeah. can just run Vikings a lot more. Well, I mean, they made a big investment. They're like, we're going to do 20 episodes next season because we have a big story to tell. And sure. Like, wow. All right. They're an hour each. That's really good. That's old school. That's like almost yeah. X Files days when yeah. they had twenty four episodes a season, it's and they were all hour long. It's nuts. Yeah. That's pretty good to butts. Yeah, the end to B ratio is very high. It needs to be a good end one to one end to mm-hmm. B. Yeah, or else you just you know you're risking everything. Two nuts, a right and a left, to a right and a left butt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's I'm interlocking my fingers. It's a perfect fit. Yeah, a match made in heaven. Perfect blossom. Perfect. I'm going to turn that other light off. Okay. Because we don't need it. Sean's got the the vapors. No. It's brighter than it needs to be. He's lying. He's actually a vampire. And that's a UV light. It's nighttime. Shh. He's coming back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Well, what's up? You know. Overtime guy? Pretty much. That's my jam this week. This is a late recordo. I'm okay with that. I like them because we tend to be a little bit loopier, and I like those episodes. I'm tired. I know. Last time you were tired, and I liked that episode. Ayo. Yeah. Don't let your mind carry that one away too far. Too late. Hold on. I gotta get my water now. Oh, jeez. Thirsty. It's garlic-free water. You can't have it because he's a vampire. Why would you put garlic in water? (laughs) I'm so sick. I don't ask these questions. How does a posse track re-end on a Plymouth work? It just, it just does. does. Yeah. That was a really loud slurp you got there. Yeah, sorry. I can get a good look at a steak by sticking my head up. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> you just take his word for it. You can stick your head up my ass and take a look if you want. <laughs> get out of here. It's perfect. Uh perfect speaking of shows wait american gods came out we need to do an intro and i still haven't watched it no one q intro (laughs) (laughs) now we just need like a guitar fill to pop in on the intro someone twanging away i have that guitar i could do it welcome to the legend of things Catastrophe. Welcome to episode 60 of The Legend of Things. I'm Sean. I'm Jonathan. And uh, we're here to talk about um, things and and legends thereof. Yes. Yeah. Mostly things, though. Mainly the legend is we're creating ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. We are the the bards in this tavern. In this tale. Yeah. Bard's Tale. Mm -hmm. Great game. There you go. Classic. And we're just throwing some things along with it. To nice. fluff our legend. Oh, don't say fluff. I said it. Ugh. I'll say it again. Don't do it. Fluff our oh legend. Oh, my God. <laughs> fluff or butter. 
<laughs> Fluffernutter? That's like cookie, right? Fluffernutter is yeah, a cookie. It's marshmallow yeah. and peanut butter. Probably. Your two favorite things. I like peanut butter. And? I don't like marshmallows. I don't believe you. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I don't like how they smell. I don't like how they look. I still need to make a Peeps mobile and just hang it above your bed. Okay. One mysterious night. It won't be very mysterious. I'll know it was you. But you won't catch me while I'm doing it. That's the mysterious part. I'd have part. to not be here. No, you have to be asleep when I do it. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I know. It's hard to do. I'm planning this out. Okay. For the past year. Wow. I'm just waiting, biding my time. That's a lot. I got of... the peeps in the freezer. No. I got some fishing line. None of that. None of those things are here. Two coat hangers that are duct taped together to form like a square. Duct tape. Yeah. You could do that better. I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, the quality. That's not what we're going for here. We're going for shock value. Shock value. Shock value. Whoa. How much is it worth? Um, It depends. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to consider. What are the factors? Um, You know, it's like buying a used car. You know, <laughs> you need to know everything works under the hood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it needs to look presentable from the outside. True. And you can't have a big stained up interior. (laughs) (laughs) Really key. Yeah. Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a CarMax basically is my barometer, how they grade things. I can only imagine that CarMax is slightly uh, undervalued. For sure. I assume they take, like, the big average. And you want to keep yours above average, because obviously that's more valuable. Right, but if I'm not I'm and not going to buy high. Of course, but then CarMax is going to lowball you when you try to sell it to them. Yeah, you buy low and you sell high. I'm a businessman. <laughs> I run a business. Yeah. An honorable emporium of CAC. Seller and resellers. Mm-hmm. It's an, yeah, it's an emporium. <laughs> it's like an auction house. <laughs> You're killing me, Larry. We're at the AH. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hearth to Ogremar. So long ago. In a galaxy far away. It's been a while. It has. I've been a long time into that game. Yeah. But we talked about that before. You know what um, came out today, kind of? American Gods. No. It's I was, been out. I was going with uh, Pantheon, Rise of the Fallen. That MMO that's like the uh, original EQ. What? We talked about that a while ago. That came out? No, 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 no. There's three hours of footage on YouTube of the developers and some streamer that uh, they're sort of going over the basics. They're running through some dungeons and stuff right now and showing off the classes and basics that they have going on. Yeah. Doing a bunch of Q&A with the VIPs and Twitch audiences and stuff. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. That's cool. We we talked about that like six to eight months ago. Maybe. I don't remember. It's been a while. I think it was more recent than that. But Sure. I mean, it's been in development for a while. It's That's going good. to be in development for a while longer. Yeah. But they have three hours of stuff you can watch right now on YouTube, and it's quite good. I'm curious to check it out. You should. Yeah. I've finished the first one, which is about an hour and a half, Jesus. and then the second one, I'm like halfway through. I'm not going to... I probably won't be able to put that much time into it, but I'm sure they updated their website. Maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. It looks fun. I mean, I've been pining after nostalgia for this entirety of my mmo career right so i'm looking for a new eq1 that'd be great and they keep saying they're like oh yeah we got that stuff from eq1 and people are like what about this it's like yep we can do that too from eq1 we'll see exactly so i'm sure i'm going to be disappointed some way or another but i'm gonna play it and i'm gonna have fun for the time that i do play it yeah dude nostalgia is a cruel mistress it is very much so it's basically like oops just throwing shit willy-nilly. Sorry, I'm throwing coasters everywhere. I, I like that you wanted. threw one and then put the other ones back. I when meant, we have I was two glasses. It, but then you grabbed it, so... I didn't know. Yours isn't isn't cold. Try glazing. 
It's not cold, though. No, it's not. So, that's why it doesn't need a coaster. What happened? It warmed. How? I don't know. Hmm. How did you get warm water? Um. Was it in your room? Probably. Gross. That room's a little toasty. Yeah. It's been toasty lately. It's hot. I don't like it. (laughs) Don't like it one bit. Sleep with the window open with no sheets. Mm Mm-hmm. Just legs all over the place. Speaking of hot and toasty. Okay. I went to uh, the Renaissance Fair last weekend. Oh, yes. That was hot. Yeah. Literally, it was like 92 up there. H-A-W-T. Howit. Yeah, that's H-A-U-T. Howit? I mean, they're both, yeah, whatever. Semantics. Sure. I don't know. English. Either way. I went up there last weekend. First time I've been to a Ren Fair. Mm. It was a ton of fun. Good. Ton of people dressed up in costumes, which was to be expected. Yeah. Uh, a lot it's of kind of the whole jam. Yeah. A lot of crafts and things. Very fun to look at. You very overpriced. No, I didn't make mm. a horseshoe. It's too bad. It seemed like all the crafting stuff that you do yourselves is just directed at the kids. Yeah, for so sure. That they can sit around for a while while the parents run around and start drinking and getting their boobs out, throwing axes and stuff. Yeah. Which, I gotta throw a bunch of throwing knives. I saw a javelin. Yeah, I'm terrible with throwing knives. I'm pretty good with javelins. Mm. Don't mm. know why, but I assume it's the rotation on the knives throwing knives. Yeah. yeah. Or axes. Yeah. I didn't want to try the axes just because, like, this is going to be the same thing as the throwing knife. Mm. I don't want to waste my money. It's the, the weight. Exactly. You gotta get one rotation. But that takes a lot more skill than throwing a stick in a straight line. Yeah true yeah you didn't get an addle addle or something no huck that thing they had low low fences on the top (laughs) so like you couldn't arc the spear unfortunately that would have been pretty neat you would have killed somebody probably yeah they're pretty spiky tipped right through a child's head it's possible they got soft domes (laughs) definitely softer than ours that's true yeah quite hard-headed folk Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm but saw joust that was fun that's cool it's jousting like, is brutal it's like medieval times but it seemed less staged yeah for the most part sure the only exception is once it's done everybody goes into a melee brawl anyways and that's totally scripted oh but that's dumb when they joust it's actually you know they're just aiming for shields and yeah whoever wins gets points and you know jousting yeah 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 it was fun mm. quite enjoyable mm. spent all day over there i know didn't get a sunburnt as i expected yeah you didn't really get sunburned at all yeah it's weird surprised yeah hmm. hmm curious maybe it's waiting maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lying under the skin mm-hmm. it's Sorry. gonna jump out when that least expected. waiting to strike mm-hmm. yeah so what you've been up to this week um this week not a lot work you know we're only two days in <laughs> um <laughs> what happened i played i got done war three i played that a little bit mm-hmm. i don't really like it interesting it hasn't really grabbed me i played the first three missions Mm -hmm. so the campaign is um broken up between all three factions Mm -hmm. fractions (laughs) i mean it applies it does apply there's a third yeah um so i've played one with each um Mm, sure group yep and i don't know it just seems like um so far Mm -hmm. it's very skewed to multiplayer exclusively okay and you don't have the ability... There's no um, Last Stand or whatever, mm-hmm. which I loved yeah. in 2. I thought it was one of the best game modes To ever. me, that was the best feature in yeah, 2. absolutely. I didn't really care for the single player or the regular combat. Mm-hmm. I just liked the Last Stand. I liked the single player in 2 because it gave you a lot of options. Mm-hmm. And you had like your hero units and you could gear them out and stuff like that. Sure. And I really liked that part of it. And they scrapped that too? That's not... I haven't come into it. Mm. So the only thing you can do is you get, like, 
gold coins or skulls or some shit. <laughs> and then you spend them to, like, choose how you want to do your faction, like, to spec it out. Okay, sure. So, like, you choose your tiers. So, basically, you're setting up how your how your army works, and you choose to be, like, front-loaded early, mid, or, or late. Mm-hmm. It seems like how you want your power to spike. Okay. And, basically, as you get, um, you get heroic points, and once you get a certain amount of heroic points, you can drop, like, your special dude got it so you start with one and then you get heroic points and you can drop another and mm-hmm. then you get heroic points and you drop your bigger one i see but you kind of space out how you want those to go down and then you also set like doctrines which are like whole army mm-hmm. um changey stuff and i'm not that far into that yet yeah granted but like so far it's just been make a ton of units and like click oh attack move sure you know and there's no tactics or anything yet not particularly. Okay. I mean, granted, I haven't been given, like, the full run of all the units. Yeah. But, I don't know. I see. I played the first three, and I'm like, meh. How'd it look? It lo- it's good. It looks good. Okay. You can't zoom in as far as I would like. Hmm. You want the little nitty-gritty details. Yeah, and, like, Dawn of War 1 and 2, you could zoom in super close, because mm-hmm. when they were fighting and stuff, they'd have special finisher moves yes. and, and shit like that. Yep. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not super into the orc. Like I like the orc guy from um, two a lot more. Like the pirate guy. Yep. I thought he was hilarious. This guy has like a, um, excavator for an arm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, their special powers are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like his, he revs up his arm and spins it, and it like deflects bullets. Oh, so you use him in front of your melee units. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool because mm-hmm. you know you're gonna get shot to shit. Of course, when your orcs on the way in. So that's pretty neat. <laughs> And then his other thing is he like uses it like a grappling hook. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool, but sure. Eh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Really half-hearted. That makes me sad. I'm not super into it. Yeah. Adam really likes it. He hit me up on Steam. Mm-hmm. He's like super into it. So there's that. Well, it does have Eldar. It does have Eldar. He's a big fan of the Eldar. I really don't like the Eldar. <laughs> um, any of their stuff they're like protoss like they have jump gates and you mm-hmm. can teleport guys to different houses and you can teleport your whole structures and stuff okay and then like um they're extra shooty but like i really don't like their hero really why because she, she's like a wizard mm-hmm. and she's weak she's she's squishy mm-hmm. she's really squishy are there multiple heroes per faction or is there just the one there's the one main one and then you get other ones okay. like for the um space marines for example you have Gabriel or whatever mm. your your chapter master who you can't change the loadout of so he always has a thunder hammer. Mm. There's different skins, but I don't know if they do anything. Sure. Um, so are you always blood angels? You're always blood angels in these games. Okay. In multiplayer, you can change your skin to be whatever you want. Though mm. they have all the chapters, oh, nice. which is pretty cool, and they have a full army painter. Ah, which is neat. That is good. Yeah, and then um, your second thing is like a death watch kill team, mm-hmm. and it's one guy and his little squad. Mm-hmm. And then your third one is the um, Titan or whatever. Mm. The Knight Errant. Yep. It's a girl, um, Solaria. Nice. She's the pilot or whatever. That's commander. exciting. Yeah. Were you able to drop one of those? Not yet. Okay. So I'm not that far. So maybe it'll get a little more tactical and neat once I get there. But so yeah. far, it's very just like, go do this. And I'm curious to see the scale. Like, as soon as you drop something that's colossal, I want to see like how the game adapts to that new change. Like, I if think... it's going to zoom out further... And then it's just like a much 
wider scope RTS? I think you're already pretty far out. Mm. I, I guess I haven't gotten to real RTS elements. It's mm. been very okay. meat grindery so far. Got it. They're like, hey, build a building. And I'm like, cool. They're like, make this guy. And you can only make two guys. And mm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I need to play it more. But yeah. it just didn't really grab me. Well, that's two games this week. Yeah. For you, Dawn of War 3. And for me, Outlast 2. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of... I this one's weird because I played it for about 40 minutes yeah and I hated the gameplay everything else I absolutely love like the graphics are great the storytelling is fantastic the iconography and the religious overtones is very well done yeah but just the gameplay and the lack of real horror kind of threw me off a lot because sure. the game is effectively start out at point A Try to get to point B. You have no idea how to get there. Yeah. And the only way to do it is to run through this swath of enemies Trial and, error. and die. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I can't go that way, so I'm going to try this way. And you just die repeatedly over and over and over until the point where death has no meaning. Yeah. Therefore, you can't really be scared. You can only be scared by jump scares. Right. Which the game has, of course. But I couldn't bring myself to continue to play it. Mm. So I ended up returning the game on Steam, which I think is the second time I've returned a game on Steam. Yeah, what was the other one? I don't even remember. It was the one everyone returned, wasn't it? I don't remember. Mm. Probably? Yeah. But I really enjoyed the story of what was presented to me by that point. So I took a long time and watched the entirety of the game through a Let's Play on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy that was broadcasting it was... um, I hadn't seen any of his stuff before, but it was Tetra Ninja, I think. Sure. And he did a very nice playthrough. He's very, like, a level-headed person and sort of speaks his mind and he gets freaked out. In a not annoying way. Correct. Which is the key to a Let's Play. And he doesn't derail everything, which is also really important in a horror game. Yeah. It's not like he's running through this horror game talking about puppies and marshmallows. Yeah. you got to stay in, in exactly the environment. Which he did. And there was only one thing I wish he did that he did not do Uh and that's there's a lot of paperwork that you can come across and since you have a camera at all times your character looks at it and records it and you can read it Mm -hmm. he doesn't stay long enough to actually read it oh and additionally with one of the best mechanics in the game which is the camera yeah i'll go into why in a smidge uh they have an option where you can backtrack into the camera's memory and scan through the pictures and videos you've previously taken and when you do that... Oh, that's like scripted times? Yes. So there's specific elements like those pieces of paper. And uh, like when you first crash out of the plane or helicopter, whatever you're in. Airplane, yeah. And you see the pilot has been strung up with barbed wire and flayed and is on fire. Sure. And you have a script element where you have to hold your camera there. And a red circle appears. And once it fills up, then it records that video. Okay. <clears throat> uh, once you go through your camera's memory and jump into the video mm-hmm. your character will like recap it oh and so it's like oh man i can't believe this shit happened this was weird this story element appeared what's gonna happen yeah and so it gives you a little, a little bit more insight as to what's going on mm-hmm. uh, the camera itself is fantastic it's standard mode just like in regular outlast you can turn it to night vision which is cool yeah they have a, a directional mic uh-huh. So you can toggle you that on, and you can hear things through walls and sort of figure out the rough location of where enemies are, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Uh, you can crouch and jump and climb and all that fun stuff. Parkour. Yeah, kind of. 
reloading the cameras a lot quicker with the new batteries. Cause, reloading the camera. Yeah, you run out of batteries very quick when you're using the extra tools. Sure. So night vision drains it real quick, etc. But in the other game, it was very slow to reload the camera. Okay. And without it, you're pretty much stuck. But the game's gorgeous. Uh, the religious overtones are really fun and yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is pretty much... You guys crash. By you guys, I mean the pilot, yourself, and your wife. Right. You're searching for this girl. And you crash. Your girlfriend or wife goes missing. You have to go try to find her. Right. A cult has apparently taken her and says that she's going to birth the Antichrist or Christ yeah, or like redemption. Sex, sex cult or something. Very much so. It's very, I don't want to say cloistered, but certainly a very strange take on the Bible. Very, very strange. And then somehow they've been driven to madness by this thing. Yeah. Everybody's been corrupted in some form and, you know, murder, pain, suffering. Incestuous weirdos. All that fun stuff. Yeah. The storyline is fantastic. Like, there's two different stories here. Uh, There's the story that's presented. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's the background story. Right. Which was there in Outlast 1, which I didn't really care for. Yeah. But they still have it in this one, too. Uh, I went back and looked at it and, you know, whatever. But the story that's presented is really well done because it cuts back and forth between your character and like getting into these crazy situations, running through this hallway, barely escaping with your life, and then all of a sudden you transition into your character's memories. Right. And you jump into this old school. It's like, okay, why am I here? I seem to be like slightly shorter. There's a little girl running around calling my character's name. Yeah. You know, ghosts and corruption starts to occur within the school itself, and you start learning a secondary story. Mm-hmm through this whole section and once you finish that you clear out through a very strange series of events you know you'll be running from an enemy jump through a room close the door behind you and all of a sudden you're back in this corrupted village that's cool it's a good transition it is very good transitioning yeah and your character's like what the fuck i was just in the school how did i get there and like slowly his mind starts to unravel and it's just it's really well done the storyline's tied up very nicely at the end leaves a lot of room for mystery and interpretation dlc probably yeah probably (laughs) but i mean even with what they presented you can make great stories even multiple um ideas of what actually happened yeah and they could all probably be close to correct perceived narrative yeah but they're very strong and it's like uh the guy's review from last week that you were speaking of yeah the idea of religion in it is very obviously i don't have the same perspective as him sure because I didn't grow up in that type of household. Well, but it's very interesting. It's very dark and deep. And yet there's still a, an odd sense of redemptive quality to it. Yeah. Which is... You wouldn't expect going into 90% of that game. Yeah, I think like what I took away from that review was that it uses religion as like a narrative device. Mm-hmm. And not as like a divisive tool correct which doesn't happen that's a good way to put it really yeah yeah and i mean it it's one of those things where you it gives you the room to take whatever you need to take from it yeah which i think is the point of religion in the first place which is really interesting <laughs> um <laughs> to me at least. Mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's something that i think we don't see in media i agree really ever yeah and it's Especially in this medium, it's a really interesting way to use it. Yeah. Totally agree. But if anybody out there is interested in that last but doesn't want to play it, 
please uh, give that guy a watch. We'll, we'll throw a link up. Yeah, it's very interesting, and I highly suggest, if you're not squeamish, to stick out through the entirety of the story and just yeah. figure out for yourself what happened. How long was it about? Um, the first episode's an hour, and then there are 13 other episodes that are about 20 minutes each. Okay. So not super long. It's shorter than I was expecting. But that's still, like, a good eight hours. It's, yeah. And especially because it's gripping. Like, I kept trying to do other stuff. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Don't I kept, like, my head would drift over and just keep watching the Let's Plays. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. What's going to happen? Oh, shit, what'd that say? Oh, my God, what was that noise? You're good at multitasking, too. Yeah, not with that. Yeah. that It was very engaging. Yeah. Which is why I'm I'm very sad that I didn't, like... The gameplay. I mean, it's the same thing that the reviewer said. Yeah. He's like, I really like the story, and I just thought a lot of the gameplay was the escape parts are really good, mm-hmm. and the actual, like, everything else was pretty much garbage. Yeah, the stealth, yeah. quote-unquote, stealth navigation portions are not that good. The puzzles are, you know, mediocre. Yeah. But the escape is really good. It's fucking pulse-pounding, even when you're just watching it. Sure. And there's there's so many good scenes in that game. It's like watching a Let's Play of um of PT. Yeah. Like, it's still fucking scary. True. I know what's happening. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know all the sounds. I know the cadence. And then it's still fucking frightening. Yep. And it's, it's one of those things where it's just so in your face. Absolutely. But, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think for not digging it, you really got a ton out of it. I did. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I still would like people to engage with it in some way. I mean, like, Let's Plays are such a great way I, to experience this stuff. Uh, for some, I guess. I usually don't enjoy them at all. Like, I've this is the first Let's Play that I've really enjoyed really? watching. And yeah. I, I'm not sure why. I don't know. Because you don't like the gameplay, but you like the story. Yeah. But what does, it, that. what does that say about other games? About other games? That you like playing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, mean, it's I pretty, just want to play. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> if it was a great game to play, you would have played it through. Good point. Well, cut and drag case. Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. <laughs> but with that return, I think I'm going to pick up Little Nightmares. Uh, which yeah. we talked about for a while. That claymation horror side-scroller. It looks really cool. It does. Uh, that is apparently getting disappointed reviews as well because the so game short. is about three hours. Yeah. And people are not digging that. Yeah. I mean, how long was um, Other Limbo? Uh, Inside? Yeah. Inside was Eight, four Four? Hours. Four? Roughly. Four to five? Yeah. Four to five. I think it took me a little longer because I... Some of the puzzles took were, a while. Yeah, <laughs> some that of it. that uh, pulse puzzle where it's like that big shock wave that comes out. I had a little bit of trouble with that. I got wrecked on but that I, one. I, I loved that. The puzzle. I thought that was such a cool thing. Oh yeah, like, just the mechanic of the puzzle itself. Just the the environment. Oh god, like, it was a beautiful game. Just just like that part specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, this is really weird. And then you get to this like you hear that noise. Yeah. coming into <sighs> it for so long, mm-hmm. and then you get there and you're like, what the fuck? This machine is huge enough to justify hearing it from so far away. Right. And then, and then you when know, you're there right up in its and face. it just literally just disintegrates you because yep. you don't know what the fuck. Yep. And it's crazy. It's just such an evocative and interesting, so many cool elements yep. that just never get explained. Yeah. For a game that has no dialogue yeah. to be that evocative. And you're just like, wow. Mm. Just visually and audi- you know, auditorily. Mm-hmm. Auditorily? Sure. Auditoriumally. No. No? That's not it. Not even a little? (laughs) But, um... Catastrophe? Yeah, and I think think Little Nightmares 
it will be in the same vein. Four hours is better than three, granted. <laughs> True. But if the gameplay is good and mm-hmm. evocative and leaves a print on yeah. you, then it doesn't matter how long it is. Agreed. It's like that weird puzzle game that was free that we played, that weird point-and-click adventure in, like, Spain. We're near the park, and then, uh... Spain and the... You know, that lady... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the really retro graphics where it's, like, super, super down-pixelated. Yeah, like... What was that called? Was it a day in the park? Yeah, it was called a day in the park. Okay. Um, that (laughs) yeah, very very evocative, (laughs) very and interesting, yeah, and quick, very and uh, free, dark, and the way that they managed to convey tone in that game was impressive. With really no music. No, there was no music. It was just an open park, but there was constantly the sense of dread. It was very eerie because there was no one there. Yeah, and aimless. Yeah, and I mean. You can do a lot in a short amount of time. Absolutely. So, I mean, hopefully people are playing all of it and then saying, like, oh, I wish it was longer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, um, what else got dinged for that? Something that was super, it was like an, it was a movie or something? Like, it was short? It was was a game. Which one? And everyone was like, oh, it should have been longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deus Ex. Oh, okay. The new one. Yeah. I just think the storyline was cut short. Sure. Like the main narrative plot. Yeah. But it's like they cut. It's like essentially like an act is missing. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. Like people love the game and they mm-hmm. wanted to play it and there wasn't more game for them to yes, play. Yes. 100%. So which it, is very similar to the other ones. But I mean, if Little Nightmares can convey like a day in the park where the yeah. narrative is wrapped up nicely, shortly, succinctly, mm-hmm. then more power to them. Absolutely. And if they can do that well, it's totally worth them yeah. 20 bucks to purchase that thing. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I've bought more expensive games that I've gotten less out of yeah. than Inside, yeah, for example. Um, just from even just a creative perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that game did so many cool things <laughs> that it's just really hard to even... To quantify it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, Little Nightmares, it visually looks amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. So, I mean, I'm curious to see how that translates to the whole game because yep. we've obviously seen whatever the butcher part yes um the meat factor and then you get eaten by the shoe monster <laughs> maybe that's right. where the demo ends right right when it's closing in you couldn't get away from it in the demo no yeah so yeah Who's i'm interested to, to jump in and see what that's all about yeah so three hours though you could just watch a let's play yeah but that's a game that seems more deeply personal it does and and i mean i think um in watching the demo and just how things kind of interplay with each other mm-hmm. it seems like how you do things has a a weight to them very like um yeah like a weight to them and also like a very um mechanical in a good way effect on how things work interesting you know what i'm saying sure like a you know you know what that means like do your um, actions have consequences no or are not you going even, more physical i'm just saying that like um like, the nuance of your movement seems to affect your environment. Yeah, like, if you jump into a chain, it'll actually swing. Yeah. So yeah. fun, like, physics stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then also just, like, oh, like, I peek out of this table and the butcher guy kind of notices me. And then I go back and he's like, mm. <laughs> I think there's, it seems like there's a lot of cool, like, scripted reactions to things. Which is what you can do in a short game like that. Absolutely. You can make a lot of nuance. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe you did less nuance and made a longer game. Maybe. I mean, there's the trade-off there, I guess. That is possible. But yeah. Did you did you watch that um 
locomotion video I sent you today? I didn't watch it, but I read the article. Yeah, it was very I, interesting. I disliked the article because it was so clickbaity in the title. Sure. <laughs> because it was just like, this is what Mass Effect and the other game really need right now. Because they're headlines for, yeah, you know, slightly below expectations of animation quality. Yeah, I mean, I just found it on Reddit. Uh, of course, of course. So, But you want to explain what it is that you're speaking of? Yeah, um, basically, um, what's it called? It's called, um, it's a new way of, of essentially scripting movement. Mm-hmm. It's like neural mapping or something? Games. Yeah, neural network or neural something network. like that. And basically what it does is instead of programming a bunch of animations that seem are supposed to seamlessly meld together, um, you essentially program like a dumb AI to say like to react to the environment and cut and uh controller inputs or player inputs mm-hmm. independently so you're not trying to design both sure simultaneously and they had a little demo of it and i thought it was really fucking amazing <laughs> and it's very real it sure. looked very believable that's the most important thing almost too much to where really? it looked fake oh it hit the uncanny valley it was weird yeah mm-hmm. it, it was like they have all these little 3d maps set up and mm-hmm. they're like this is what happens when we put, you know, um, a knee height, like, mesa right here. Sure. And the guy would just walk, run up to it and then be like, whoop, and do a little step. And it was just very <laughs> clean and, mm-hmm. you know, concise. And it would show, like, the direction that the stick was going all the time. Like, oh, okay, as nice. controller and everything. Yeah. Um, and just, like, changes in speed and pace mm-hmm. and slope and everything was really just really smooth. Very interesting. It's like an alg- algorithm that... um some ubisoft guy is mainly working mm-hmm. on apparently that's what the article was about i wonder how much processing power it would take comparatively to the they way showed, they do it now uh-huh. so they showed like a network bandwidth um comparison and mm-hmm. they were exactly the same really so, like, it's something that are very similar to me interesting so like a load test mm-hmm. and apparently like done correctly or at least in their test environment yeah there's not more stress somehow very interesting yeah, so it's some kind of weird, like, I don't know, parallel design philosophy or something. Hmm. So More power was, to them. That was really cool. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. We'll have was, to link that video as well. It was neat. Yeah. I need to watch that when we're done, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it with audio or anything. I just mm-hmm. watched it at work, and I was just like, this looks fucking cool. And then I read the article, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. Perfect. Hmm. Well, back when you're talking about little nightmares, oh, yeah. this is going to be a really bad transition. So okay. bear with me. Ooh, bears. Yeah, bear arms. Oh, literal bears. Yep. Mm-hmm. B e a r. Correct. <laughs> uh, when you're talking about um, your actions having effects on the environment, uh-huh. I was assumedly thinking that you were talking about having the effect on the game itself. You know, as in your actions had consequences further down the line, which reminded me of Deus Ex, which was one of the first games that I remember that actually did such a right. thing. Which I also talked about. Nice. <laughs> nice. Deus Ex. Yes, the original, though. Yes. And Jesus that reminded Christ, me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. And that reminded me of the uh, GDC postmortem breakdown that Warren Spector did about Deus Ex. So at GDC, Warren Spector, the guy that, you know, was the lead on Phil Deus Spector. Ex. Sure. Phil Arlen Specter. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh, he 
went up and did a short post post mortem on what went right, what went wrong when they were creating Deus Ex and sort of his design philosophies behind it. Like twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. yeah, twenty ninety nine, I think was when it came out. So same year as the Matrix. There you go, boom. <laughs> and same year we started high school. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good year. <laughs> oh. Back when I wore my glasses, I was fourteen. Gross. I've never worn glasses. Mm. I have, but not actively. <laughs> Ooh, anyway, yeah. So uh, he was talking about what went right, what went wrong, etc., and his design philosophies. And I highly suggest if you didn't watch it to watch the video. I did not. It's very interesting. He effectively wanted to take his D and D games. Wanted to meld them into cyberpunk yeah. and create that possibility within a game. Shadowrun. Exactly. Yeah. And that is the entire way that Deus Ex was created. Like, he wanted player input and focus to be the highest priority. Yeah. And it just everything that I wanted to hear from the postmortem is what he talked about. He's like, yeah, we wanted to do this and this and this. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. the clouds have parted. The god rays are coming down. This is beautiful. That's interesting. And it's just a very interesting way that he layers everything together. He talks about, you know, a lot of design things that didn't work. Uh Uh, He talks about the stuff that people heralded the game as, you know, some sort of (laughs) prophetic future game with uh, the Twin Towers not being there. And that was just the artists forgot to put them in. Yeah. So... It's like a design choice slash accident. It was an accident. Yeah. He completely specifies, oh, yeah, that was not intentional. But then <laughs> since it wasn't there, we wrote it out. And, yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Perfect. So, I mean, it's just a lot of things that dispelled a bunch of myths and reinforced what I thought was a fantastic portion of the game. And, yeah. You know, it, was, it was a great watch. Did he apologize for uh, Secret War? Or whatever? He mentioned it once, Invisible War. Yeah. I think that was the only mention. It's like, yeah, we made a couple games, and it's like Deus Ex, you know, System Shock, blah, blah, blah. And then Invisible War was up there, and I think that was the only time it was mentioned. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected. Yeah. But he's working on uh, System Shock 3. Yeah. Which is cool. He wanted, he specified that he wanted to get the whole gang back together from his original team. Yeah. But he can't because they're happy at what they're doing right now, and that is working on Prey. And Prey comes out in a few days from now. The fifth. On the 5th. Yeah. Friday. Which is how that whole thing from Little Nightmares came back around. That's where we're to at. Two other talking points that I had to go through. Noise. Hence, whew, that conversation. Good job. Good segue. Thanks. It was bad. It was okay. But they had, a, uh, I believe, a free hour demo. Yeah, first hour. Yeah. Well, not first, but free hour. Mm-hmm. And I didn't try it. I neither. I was kind of sad that I wasn't able to, but yeah. the weekend was quite busy. It was a busy weekend. Yeah. We got people leaving the country. Yeah. People leaving the state. That's going to be next weekend is moving a bunch of shit. Yeah. Again. Well, I mean, I'm talking, I was talking about Scott. Oh, yeah. I was talking about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people are leaving. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I wasn't interested in the game that much. Uh-huh. I only saw a little bit of the gameplay. Yeah, for Prey. Yeah. Correct. And it it didn't grip me, mm-hmm. but then once Warren was like, "Oh yeah, a lot of the teams on there," I was like, "Okay, we'll see." I mean, I think I'll for this one, it's been so obtuse mm-hmm. um, with everything, yeah, really. And I'll wait until it comes out and make a decision. Sure, of course, no pre-orders. I mean, I pre-order stuff. <laughs> I know you don't. I do. Reddit doesn't. 
but they do wink oh my god the internet (laughs) hypocrisy (laughs) come on Uh, i would never pre-order except for everything that i pre-order from in the past and in the future oh speaking of pre-orders uh in the loose sense phoenix point on fig has already reached their goal with five hundred thousand. good they have 36 days left and they've decided to start adding stretch goals oh really so now they have a fig yeah something that it wasn't People thought, usually don't do. Yeah. yeah. So now they're looking for a 650. Okay. And if they hit that, they'll add player-driven vehicles. What? And yeah. They have something for 802, which I didn't read. Player-driven vehicles? I don't know how that would even work, given the game that they have You're on oil concept. most of the time, yeah. according to the demo footage. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. But that was their first stretch goal. Huh. Don't know what it would mean. Maybe you got to fly the helicopter around manually to missions. That'd Jesus. be kind of neat, no. maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it'll give you a gummy ship like in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, you never played Kingdom Hearts. Wah, wah. Gummy ship's so much fun. I need to play the compilation. You do? 1.5, 2.5. I should. When's the third one come out? I don't know. Okay. Soon? <laughs> Ish? I think this month. What? Really? I don't know. You're making stuff up. Now. I feel like this month, but I'm not going to look it up. Hmm. Summer, <laughs> 2019. This year, this year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Christ. Yeah. Uh, Criminy. Uh, but <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Burger. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a power. You want to food up with us or what? Yeah. God. Sock baby. Sock baby Jesus. Sock savior to the sock people. Is that around still? just those videos online it's on youtube or something yeah i think the website's still up wow that guy's original website Jeez, the resolution is so bad i bet like real bad yeah i need to do a reshoot but i I love that show that short not a show it's a show is it (laughs) i don't know four episode show three episode show four mini series yes very many anyways uh we have the first dark trailer tower no dark tower trailer dark trailer boom got it that's coming out tomorrow uh it'll be the first well i guess launch day for anybody listening anybody that's listening you can hear it today 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 yeah i need to borrow those books from you yeah good fucking luck reading all of them before the movie comes out oh, i'll just read the first one. Oh, okay first I'll one's tr- i'll try first one's super easy yeah it's like a fantastic chase book i'm really good at buying books mm-hmm. and then not reading them all the way yeah it sucks. This one's easy. Okay. It's even got some pictures. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> like Breakfast of Champions. Yeah, not like that. The book? Yeah. It has pictures. Sometimes. This one only has like three pictures. Oh. They're like the ones that are the full page picture. Nice. And they're high glossy. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I know it's fancy. It's really fancy. But you should give them a read. I mean, the first line of the book is hooked me. It says but. Yeah, it says but. It's just the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. Right, right. We talked about that. Yeah. It's yeah. just a fantastic opening line. It's a good line. Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, don't read any articles about the Dark Tower because there's a lot of spoilers coming out right now. I don't worry about spoilers. No? It doesn't ruin anything for me. Okay. It, a well-written... Um, I mean, the Dark Tower's been out for how long? A long time, but How I mean... How long, though? A long time. Yeah. The first book came out in, like, the 70s? Yeah. I, I mean, think? Spo- the, the, like, the... Yeah, spoilers. Still, the last book came out in, like, 2006? Yeah.-ish. And in it's, book years... Who wrote... It's, it's not uh, too long. Stephen, Stephen King. King, right? Isn't he dead? 
No. Is he not? He got hit by a car. Oh, yeah. He wrote about that in the book. Really? Yeah. In the Dark Tower? Yeah, figure out how that works in your noggin. Does he fourth wall it? Mm Mm-hmm. He does the old, uh... The book is friggin' weird. Kurt Vonnegut? Sure, sometimes. Who doesn't do a Kurt Vonnegut every now and then? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I like Vonnegut a lot. (laughs) He's good. He's crazy. He's good. But yeah, there was something from Nerdist and somebody else that linked to these articles and it's second sentence it like ruins the entire first story (laughs) and it's just like how did you do that that's so rude why would you even bother mentioning that there without saying like potential spoilers they're not people it bothered me yeah because that ending is it's like 2,000 pages of novel to read through before you get to that thing the first book is 2,000 pages no the entirety of the series oh and then when you finally get there it's it's a very important ending yeah. because it's fucking weird sure. and kind of ballsy. And it just spoils it right away. That's weird. Bothered me. That is strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all about story, though. It's the journey. It is. Exactly. As with, as with I think that's like the gamer mindset, you know? Uh, some. The ending is less important than the journey. True. Oh, man. The ending for Outlast 2. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay. Tell me about it some other time, not on the podcast. Yeah, because I'm not going to play it. Or yeah, watch it. it's going to be complicated when I try to explain it to you. Oh, good. Yeah, we can. You got the whiteboard <laughs> instead of a some upside down crosses, circling things. Really arrows hard. going this direction. Yeah, full scale drawing of the school. Yeah, I don't know. You need to go that in depth. Nah. Yeah. Get like a T square out. Mm-hmm. I have one. I'll give you the basics, the yeah. basic rundown. Yeah, probably right after this is done. Maybe. And I'm know. out of ideas. It'll be it'll be nighttime. It is nighttime. It is nighttime. It's it was 10, nighttime when we started. It's ten fifteen. <gasps> the witching time. <laughs> well, I don't know. sure. Um, also, as you know, I've been playing Seven Days to Die again. That's right. And it's fucking fun. I we... still really like it. Hold on. There's a poop motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Pooper cycle. Pooper cycle. Motor pooper. Oh god. Um, it's still super fun. I need to jump back in. They changed some stuff around. It feels like the AI is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess forges are a little, little. Your screamer spawns are a little messed up. Okay. They spawn too often. Mm. Well, I mean, debatable if they spawn too often. Or not. <laughs> um, I also took a look at the main designer guy the creator or whatever yeah. his uh his dev blog, blog again mm-hmm. and they're working on the alpha 16 patch right now which introduces okay. a ton of new stuff oh nice which looks really cool um electricity oh traps mm. you can set up now like you're spinning about blade traps and shit <laughs> um new monsters like they're taking out the giant stupid wasps and replacing them with like zombie vultures okay because that makes more sense sure sure new zombie models um they're revamping the whole random map generator hmm. to have better logic oh uh, okay sure so the biomes should be a little they better. make more sense yeah because i guess right now in random gen like a city will spawn for example mm. and like the biome can shift halfway through the city mm. which is weird interesting um that was always odd when you'd be in a plain zone and then yeah. you walk into snow and all of a sudden everything you can see is covered in snow yeah the transitions are, are smoother now mm-hmm. they made like a mid sure um area it's maybe 100 yards mm-hmm. it's not huge um, something to bridge that gap yeah. though the weather effects are really cool fog hmm. is nuts that must be devastating 
it makes it hard to see. Yeah. <laughs> a foggy red moon night? I haven't seen a foggy red moon. I think red moon is always wide open. Is it? Yeah. Because it's always lightning. Mm. When it's red moon. Okay. That'd but be devastating. It would be it's terrible. like, hey, you can't see anything, and here's a huge You're horde totally of mobs. Fucked. But yeah, I have some different base stuff I want to try. Mm-hmm. I will do it on my own, but I'd prefer not to. I don't want to play it on my own anymore. <clears throat> not after Zombie Bear. Yeah. Zombie Bear sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> here's, the, here's well. the plan, then. We gotta finish that Stellaris game, and oh, then play Seven Days. We're never gonna finish that Stellaris game. We are. We're getting close. I no, we're not. It. My army is getting quite large and strong. I'm not. We have most <laughs> most of the galaxy within the grip of your diplomacy. Kind of. So they're not actual members of the Federation, though. Nah, but they're cool. They're Confederates. Or Ev- they're... Everybody likes us, except for that one group of religious yeah. zealots. Oh, we'll wipe them out. Yeah, exactly. I just have to make sure I'm stable in my turtling. Like, yeah, that's going to be That's the hardest difficult. part. Until I get... Um, I just don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And I'm just, you know, super easy going down in my open territory. You're so, like, safe down there. Yeah. And I'm, like, in the shittiest spot. My nearest neighbor is my best bud. The first guy I met tried to kill me. It's like, <laughs> thank you, space. You fucking dicks. He was the purifier. Uh-huh. He could not try to kill me. Of course. It was literally his only option. It's his best And I was goal. the weakest target around. True. So, yeah. Always mess with the fungus people. Except in Dark Souls. No, they'll punch your lights clean out. <laughs> it's hilarious, too. <laughs> I thought he was a friendly NPC at first. First time I ran across he one. He looks like a friendly NPC. He's big and soft, and it's like, oh, you're cuddly. Punch. I like how yeah. his like attack is is just a straight-up fucking haymaker, <laughs> too. It's not like no flash. <laughs> it's just like a really slow wind-up and just a clobber. Yep. And you're, it gets you every time. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, there's no way there could be an attack this slow in the game. Yeah, right? Dip. Those are the ones that get you, though. Yep. They're too slow. The off-paced. Yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> you just dodge right into it somehow. <laughs> like a real asshole. Just like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll try to finish that Solaris game. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know either. But seven days, though. Maybe we can get your brother and some other people back in. He'll be down once he's done with um, He'll never be done Player with Unknown's Battleground. Never be done with We're it. We're having a blast playing that. And duo cues. I'm sure. It's it's really fun. I almost got it today because I saw oh, Colin yeah. was playing it. I'm, I almost picked it up. It's good. I think you'd enjoy it because he's good at sniping, yeah. like really good. And I'm good at the up-close shotgun, like room sweeper kind of stuff. I'm just not good at those kinds of games. It's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, you're going to die a lot. But frustrating. It's worth it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Especially when you're a team because you kind of get a second resurgence. Yeah, because you get raised, right? Yeah, you get down instead of killed immediately. Even though they can still, you know, murder you when you're on the ground. Oh. Like if they just shoot you in the head again or a sure. couple times. But it gives you that extra option, you know. If your team is actually with you and cover yeah. fire, they're not going to waste their time trying to down you again. For they're sure. just going to, you know, have a good old fashioned firefight. Well, yeah, good old firefight. Mm-hmm. Like in Boondock Saints. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I watched The Prestige again. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good movie. I added it again since they put it back on Netflix. They did. I had to show Joanne because it popped up on there. I was like, it was preordained. Has she not seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It's so good. David Bowie. He's strong. Everybody in that movie's great. It's a great movie. Forgot Scarlett Johansson's in it. Of course she is. And, uh, yeah. What's his face? Wolverine. 
Wolverine Batman. and Batman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Those Christian are the guys. Belay. They got Alfred the Butler, also known as Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christopher Nolan movie. Holy Need shit. I say Everyone more? in there is in a superhero movie now. Pretty much. Except for Christian Bale's wife. Oh. Yeah, who was that? I don't know. Not, not someone famous enough to be in a superhero movie. I've seen her in like... One or two other things. British stuff. Probably. Yeah. But the movie's fantastic. If you movie. haven't seen The Prestige, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. It's great. It's so good. One of my tops of all time, just it's because like, it's... It's just... Uh, yeah. It cuts to the core of pride in humanity from many angles. And then it fucks you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Some of the best ending... Uh, in theater, in film. It's just so well written. It is. And, like, the pace is, is mm-hmm. perfect. And... Christopher Nolan. I can't believe that that movie is not more widely acclaimed. I th- I don't recall it doing particularly well when it came out. I think it was, it was before um, Dark Knight, right? Yeah. And I think that was his first hit. And then Dark Knight was like, holy shit. What about Newsies? Didn't watch it. Christian Bale? Didn't watch it. Newsies? Didn't the watch musical? It. Didn't watch it. Oh, wow. Well, he's in it. Great. Was what it about by Christopher Nolan? No. Oh, what about... Okay. um? Oh, fuck. What about... uh? I'm just thinking about Christian Bale movies. The Dragon oh. One. The Dragon One. Oh, my God. How about The Machinist? So good. Yeah. So fucking weird. It is super weird. What's The Dragon One? Rain uh-huh. of Fire. Oh, didn't watch it. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey is a boss in that. Is he? Yes. Hmm. His name is Van Zant. He's an <laughs> army Van Zant. He's like the last. Well, dragons kill everybody. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, As they're ought to do. You know, and then people like hide. Basically, the dragons burn things. They eat ash. <laughs> That's their diet. Mm-hmm. They eat ash, so they have to burn things. Okay. There's no living with these damn dragons. Sure, sure. Um, and then, yeah, people all hide in the castle or some shit for mm-hmm. some reason non-flammable material yeah and then um dr bashir or something is in it from deep space nine i don't remember exactly (laughs) it's been a while it's an old movie but uh and then matt mcconaughey rolls up with like his like paramilitary group and he's like Mm ex-military and these guys are like our dragon hunters essentially okay and they're like we're gonna kill this dargan and then it doesn't go well End of movie. <laughs> it's basically it. <laughs> but he's just bald and like wears a, a sleeveless like vest the whole time. Ugh. He looks mean. Okay. Yeah. That's unusual for him. It's good. Hmm. He comes he comes off real American. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, there you go. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two comes out this Friday. week. Yeah. I'll be seeing it with work on Friday. Oh, look at you guys. So next week I can give a few words about it. You mothers. You mother f's. Monday through Friday snakes. Monday through Friday snakes. That was one of uh, you know snakes on the plane. Uh huh. For the made for TV edit, instead of motherfucking, he says Monday through Friday snakes. Yeah, I've had it with these Monday through Friday snakes, <laughs> and then he says something different for the motherfucking plane. Perfect. I forget what it is. But, wow. Yeah. It's bad. That's funny. Because, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he, 
you can choose how you want to dub things because usually half the the actors actually dub it hmm. when they're shooting if really? they want because they overdub they have to re-record everything. Oh, okay, sure, right? sure. <clears throat> so they'll do the clean version mm-hmm. and then they'll do the real version, probably the other way around. So he was just joking around and somehow that arose. Probably nice. Probably, which is impressive. Yeah. Hey, that makes it even better now. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, might as well have fun with it if you're going <laughs> to fucking phone it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Completely. I think that's all I got. Yeah. I mean, I already tangent on the fucking Rain of Fire. Of course. We just ramble town at the out end. Of no big deal. Rain of Fire out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Dargans. Dargans. So basically, they dig it up. The dragon? Yeah. So Christian Bale's dad or mm-hmm. mom or his parents, maybe both, mm-hmm. are like diggers or archaeologists archaeologists uh-huh archaeoflagellants sure yeah as you're out to do in the 40k universe yeah and they're digging a um subway or some shit and mm-hmm. then they're like well what's in this weird tunnel and it's a dragon of course yeah so he's there as a child and it pops out and everyone's like ah would you call it a whelp no it's a full-grown ass dragon like a big one and it's mad. I was sleeping. <sighs> and then basically fast forward <laughs> to him all grown up. Mm-hmm. And it's like the world. Oh, you're is, referring to Christian Bale. Is burned. Yeah. Got it. I thought you were talking about the dragon. The dragon's parents are an archaeologist. Okay. Are you sure? I mean, we don't. they don't touch did, on it in the did film. Did you read the script? They don't touch on it in the film. <laughs> Maybe it just hit the editing room floor. Maybe, yeah. I don't know if there were other dragons. Or just the one, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's bad, I guess. <laughs> I assume there's more than one, because <clears throat> I assume some missiles could take out one dragon. I don't know. I don't know how they work. Well, Maybe the dragon's breath just, like, They shoot it the in missiles. the mouth, and it messes up its teeth. It's, like, fire maker <laughs> gland. Sure. It's like, a, it's like poison. Like, it shoots out, and then it ignites once it hits the air. Ah. It's kind of cool. Sure. Napalm scenario? <coughs> yeah. Does Napalm have... do that? Or is Napalm, do you actually have to light it? Napalm is jellied gasoline. Mm-hmm. It does need to be lit. Okay. But I believe once lit, it doesn't go out. Hmm. It's fucked up. Something about... What about white phosphorus? That shit will fuck you up. Is it just on fire all the time? Like well, I... no, because it has phosphorus has to be lit. Mm, okay. But white phosphorus will burn through... Anything. Yeah, I had that experience in um, Spec Ops: The Line. Oh, does that happen in there? Yeah, that's a great game. I know you always talk about it. Gameplay sucks. Yeah, but the story is real good. Do a let's play. <laughs> you know, no, this one you can't do a let's play. Oh, it's too personal. Oh, it's honestly too personal because everything about the game is designed in a way to make you dislike playing the game oh right that's right and it's beautifully crafted it's the anti-war game yeah the anti-war war game yeah i mean you could almost say that all war games are anti-war war games no no there's so many war games out there that incentivize it well i guess the skins that you get in like um call of duty and stuff kind of incentivize it Mm -hmm. anything call of duty counter-strike dongles team fortress it's all dongles yeah team fortress is is very tongue-in-cheek not the first one. Team Fortress Classic? Mm-hmm. I don't know. One of the guy's weapon is a nail gun. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's brutal. Sure. Would you want to get shot with a nail gun? I mean, nail guns 
first. Okay. I think that was his secondary weapon. Uh, the engineer? Yeah. He was all about a turret. Would yeah. spit hot lead. It did shoot hot lead. Into everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Viciously. And then they're like, how can we monetize this more? And like, Let's make it cartoony and sell hats. I was so sad when they decided to go cartoony. Eh, it's and a then, good it, game. then it was fine. Yeah, it's a fun <laughs> game. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah. It's definitely run its course. But oh, for sure. It's a good game. It is. It's a ton of fun. I mean, you could almost... I, I think that real that really art style really kind of paved the way for yeah Overwatch it opened in a lot of it opened up that genre a lot big time it, it used to be very niche cs and, yep. and just that kind of cs shit. and quake and fucking dave defeat mm-hmm. quake is ridiculous yeah but that that was like the initial twitch shooter i played so much quake <clears throat> and then tribes i was used to play at alex's house mm-hmm. we would just play multiplayer we had like you'd memorize the fucking ip address for the server <laughs> yep, you played on yep ridiculous classical school the, games it was the space one with all the the bounders and we it was all rail guns you know the ones you it like launch you on a, on a certain arc mm-hmm. um it was like a boost pad oh okay the so map you're just map yeah bouncing all over the place mm-hmm. the earliest version <laughs> of scouts knives for cs yeah super fun <laughs> super fun anyways we've derailed enough tonight big time uh, thanks for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out on our website, legendofthings.com. Check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. And that's everything. And um, YouTube for... No, I'm sorry, not YouTube. Twitch for any any streaming that John's been up to lately. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten off my ass to do that. True. Maybe one day. Soon. Maybe not. Soon. We should... <laughs> if we had... If you could twitch two things simultaneously we could both do seven days to die and oh, you could man. get the, the picture in picture basically off into infinity you'd watch them like side by side jesus It'd be hilarious that'd be devastating It'd be great when i felt on that fucking well last time. oh god that would have been fantastic <laughs> <sighs> what an idiot i wish i had that recorded so dumb from your perspective <laughs> yeah i know i have it on mine somewhere in the bowels of my d drive yeah hey check yeah, out right. that d drive yeah dude when they started busting through the wall like the stone wall <laughs> i was like wait a second <laughs> It was pretty thematic. Absolutely. I had to start unloading on him with my submachine gun. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my God. I was trying to rebuild a ladder to get to you. It was hard. It wasn't easy. Nope. Nothing about that. Didn't well. work. I did die. Yeah. A worthy death. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back and got my stuff and killed everyone else. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening and have a good rest of the week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things.